Hi, beauty. I'm so grateful you were led to this podcast. I'm your host, Miranda. Hi. I'm a wife, coach, and mom to four world changers. And this is the Recalibrating Hearts podcast. It's my heart that in this space, you would encounter the love of the Father and receive downloads, revelations, and solutions for partnering with God in your breakthrough. You'll also hear how we're building our family, powerful prayers and declarations for you, and ways to incorporate natural solutions for whole health. I think it's time to normalize spiritual breakthrough and walk in freedom with whole hearts. Holy Spirit, you get full permission to recalibrate our hearts. Let's go. This episode, I will be recording in the car. So that's just a warning up front. I'll be doing my best, but this is where I am right now. Um, I want to share about what to do when you feel like all hope is lost or what to do when you feel hopeless, because this is real. I want to be real. Like on my inner healing journey, when I've been the realest with the Lord and the realest with safe people and the realest with my coach, meaning like I talk what's on my heart, I share the pain and my pain the healing can come, right? Because you kind of get like, you're almost like you're cleaning out a wound. I guess I'll just look at it that way. Inner healing feels, the journey feels like you're cleaning out wounds or a wound and the Lord just needs to get to the root. Sometimes he needs to get to the root to get it up. And even if you like put peroxide on an owie, right? Like the bubbles, you can tell my mom, an owie, the bubbles that come up shows that there's infection or shows something's in there and he really needs to get it out. Okay end of bunny trail. So we're going back to what to do when you feel help, um, hopeless because I, I experienced hopelessness before. I've had a past of hopelessness, um, a past of trauma, multiple traumas like I've shared. So I really kind of didn't realize, yes, you go on your inner healing journey and you go along life, but there's certain situations in life which um, certain situations in life which basically says this is going to happen again. Uh-oh, don't watch out here. This comes. Uh-oh watch out. You're going to go right back to where you were. And, and it's like the maybe fear factor or the fight or flight take place. So I'm going to set up the scenario for you. True story. Uh, about a month ago, we knew that change was coming in our life. Okay. We knew change was coming. And with change, um, I used to not, I used to be triggered like literally to move down the what's the word, move down the hallway, you know, move down the block from apartment to apartment. I was triggered because change was intense for me. So I've gone from change, like I can't move down the block to a different condo, right? Years ago to, okay, change is coming. It feels like our world's getting a little upheavaled, up, you know, shifted a lot, but I'm going to be okay. Talking to myself, talking with God, talking to my coach. So change is imminent. And <clears throat> I knew that he was leaving a seven and a half year career and I um, have a thank God residual income and and obviously income with my coaching. And I knew that was there, but the unknown is scary. And especially to me sometimes, and I'm working on that with the Lord, but the unknown is scary, but there was this other, these other voices from the past, my past and trauma that kept talking to me like hopelessness and fear and and a lot of just yucky, just yucky. And I knew it was old and I can't explain others saying old record an old tape, old blueprints. Some of you will get this. And that was playing. And I'm like, you know, when you feel stuff bubbling up, right? The bubbling was coming and the bubbling was coming and the bubbling was coming. 
And on the way back from a weekend, I just remember just, ooh, I needed to sort it out. And I could tell I needed to sort it out. And I could tell things were trying to take me down. And I was like, dude, this is not cool. Because we did not know his next step, okay? So we didn't have, he didn't have a job lined out for the first time ever. He's like, nope, I'm resigning. And I know, basically, we know God will show us the next step. But when you don't know yet, it's not the coolest. So there we are. And we stop at our family's farm. Um, Fred, Fred's parents have a farm and just cows and stuff, but, and there's a top of the hill and I just needed to walk. I was just walking it out and I know I needed to work it out cause I know myself and I'm struggling with all the feelings and I'm just like, it, it's real to me. It feels real to me. I'm almost emotional as I'm talking and I go to the top of the hill, a beautiful sunny day <clears throat> and I go to the top of the hill and he's like, just, if I felt the father in the spirit say, just tell me what's up. Like, and not admit it, you're wrong, shame, never, never. He reveals and uncovers stuff so we can, I can step forward into healing, so we can heal. And I was like, I don't know what it is. And I knew deep down, but I didn't want to, I don't know, I didn't want to share that part of the heart, my heart with him yet. And I know it sounds weird, but this is just how it is. And so I was like, I can't. And he's like, pressing, beloved, tell me your fears. And I'm like, Oh dude, I'm like getting there already emotional. And he's like, tell me your fears. And I'm like, you know, my fears and you know where we're at and I'm not seeing change. And I'm like having it out with the Lord on the top of the hill kind of thing, looking around the land, like possibly David being a shepherd and thinking I am not even close to where I want to be in life. Just things. Okay. Like peace was inside going, yes, everything will be okay. He is your prince of peace. And then the war in the, with the soul is real. And the war inside was like, the yuck inside was like, or maybe just pain and fear inside was like, no, you, you're not going to make it. You guys are going down and that's it. And I was like, okay, Lord, here's, here, here it is. And I just said, I'm afraid to hope. I'm afraid to even put my hope in these in you right now because of these circumstances, because of what I'm feeling. Woo. Catch myself. And I was like, I'm afraid to hope. And he almost was like, ah, there we go. Let's get to that. Shall we, should we, should we heal that wound? And I did not love it, but I wailed. I was like weeping and weeping and weeping, um, past, it was past hopelessness, past bitter. It was bitterness, hopelessness, past trauma. There was like, I don't know. There's fractures. Sometimes there's levels of, I, all I can say is uh, when I was able to confess and share and get out what I was holding on to in a way for protection, I was like, I'm afraid to hope and I'm afraid to hope in you. Um, whew, what if you're, what if you don't show up for us and are we even worthy enough for you to? And dude, I know what the thoughts don't sound like, Oh, she's a, has a healthy mind. I don't, it's okay. It's okay because of where he's taken us and what he healed in me that day ish that day. And then along the way. And I was like, no, I'm afraid to hope. No, I didn't understand or recognize this before. Okay. So I did not recognize I was afraid to hope. I was basically fooling myself and telling myself, no, no, your hope is in God, Miranda. No worries. Everything will be okay. Really? Cause when the storm starts to happen around and I, and he tells me to oh, walk out in the water with him and he wants to take us higher and further then then where is my faith then <laughs> right like I'm being real with myself too where's my, my faith then <clears throat> when he tells me to step out in the water and trust him and st- have our family go at another level and there is a thing in the bible come up higher and let me show you great and mighty things 
come up higher, step through the door. I'm at the door next. Like I, as much as I can in my being, I take the word literal meaning. I want to act. I want to encounter encountering his presence. I want to encounter the word. I want to encounter the word, which is Jesus. I want to encounter what the Bible says. I want to experience what the Bible says I can have. I want everything Jesus paid for. So when I know my situation's looking like this is interesting and literally know, I know that he's outside of time and space. Like I, I can know all the things. Has my heart had an experience and revelation yet though? That's a word for somebody. You can know all the things. Has my heart or your heart had an experience or revelation with it yet? Have you had the experience with the living God? Okay, so I'm at the top of the hill and I'm like, my heart hurts so bad, Lord. Like, I am afraid to hope. And when and in my mind, logically, I reason. <clears throat> so if I'm afraid to hope, what else do I have? A nothing. But in my heart, in my spirit, the spirit's like, just keep going, Mer. Just keep going. You've got this baby girl. Like, keep going. And I was like, okay, Lord, I'm afraid to hope and I'm mad. And I was just getting all of it out. Okay, we've seen kids throw a temper tantrum. We've seen the pain come out. That's an emotion thing. I was having an emotional release, but I was able to finally tell the father, I don't know if you, you are who you say you are. Um, and then he was able to be like, oh, can you trust me? Sorry. Can you trust me? Will you trust me? Can we just start here? Can we just start here? Oh, man, these podcasts are super therapeutic sometimes. And so I was like, we can. And he's like, so empty out, dump it, dump it, dump it, dump it. All that you can right now of the hopelessness, of the pain, of trauma, of the past, of fear of the past happening again and repeating itself. Codependency and XYZ, jobs, you know, um, all the things. I hold them all anyway. And I'm like, okay, here you go, Lord. And at the top of the hill, I was like, what do you have for me, Lord? What do you have for me in return? And this peace just came over me. This peace came over me. And hope started rising up because my spirit was like, oh, look out. Look out, girlfriend, because you're about to be blessed. And I was like, well, I don't see it yet, but I'm going to choose to believe it. And I definitely, in all transparency, I'm trying to go deep here for somebody here. Um, I was like, I can still make it work. If he, if he disappoints me, I can still make it work. But a few weeks later, like I'll just make something by my hand work. I'll, I'll make it work. Fred will go back to work. He doesn't have to fulfill like his dream to work for himself. Okay. And I was doing that in my head, but the Lord loves me enough in my heart that he's like, and he loves me wholly that he's like, don't worry, we'll deal with that too. So a couple weeks later, uh, don't you know, I was on a walk and listening to Lindy Strong's um, one of the uh, like guided meditation about releasing control, and I was like, "Oh, dude! <laughs> like here comes the rest. Here comes the rest of control. Help me, Jesus!" It was so hard, but I wept that out as well, and I let that go, and I released that. Oh man, the peace! What to do when you feel like all hope is lost, or you feel hopeless? Okay, you confess is a word that might trigger somebody. What I mean is, you just release like tell somebody something. Talk to God. Talk to safe people. Journal. Get it out. You need that old energy to be, to go, the old blueprints to come out. What is it, Lord? What is it? Um, and Holy Spirit's such a great, um, teacher. He leads us into all truth and he'll be pressing on that thing. He's pressing on stuff. Those of you listening, I wouldn't be giving this episode. You're in the right place, the right time, right? Listening to the right thing. 
and he is the spirit. The seven spirits of God I love to partner with and I operate in. So seven spirits of God are here and they're going to press on some things. Lord, Holy Spirit, drop in the room and show my beautiful listeners what they need to release to you. What are they holding on to? What do they need to work it out? Ground, ground out in their soul. What do they need to work out? What do they need to let go of? What's holding them back? Or what are they believing? And what lies? Okay, so the Holy Spirit's going to start revealing. He's a lamp. He's a light, man. Woo, I can feel it right now. People are getting revelation. Now, wow. After I dumped and released, and I just did a heart dump, basically, and, and just shared the pain, um, I was able to just go, okay, now that that's done, what is my next step? What am I going to choose? What new way, if I want to that day, what new way am I going to choose? I'm going to choose to hope in you, even when nothing looks promising right now. I'm going to choose to hope. Like Abraham hoped, oh wait, what was it? Abraham believed, anyway, believed in, you know, faith, had faith in faith, whatever. It's not coming to me. So I believed before I received, I believed in the unseen God, right? I believed in the unseen that's coming. I believed in the blessings. He will withhold no good thing. Okay. What to do when it seems hopeless? Well, it, in, in, in reality, the unseen realm is greater than the scene. There's never, God's always working behind the scenes. Um, but I know what it's like when my soul throws a fit. Okay. And it's really hard. So I wanted to just come alongside of you, um, and just tell you it's going to be okay. Um, I did a heart dump. I released it or I would journal, but that day was on the hill. Beautiful, beautiful, grassy, beautiful blue sky promises everywhere. And then I was able to release the old patterns, the old blueprints, the old record of the enemy and what happened and what I've walked through and the uh, things. And then I was like, I'm going to, I balled it out, man. I balled it out. Lots of pain came out that day. And then I was like, I'm going to choose to hope in you. And I'm going to choose to hope that our circumstances are turning around. And this isn't fluff. Like this was, I choose with my will to believe. I choose with my will to receive. And I choose my will to praise you. Even if I sometimes don't have words, I just inside my spirit will praise. Anyway, so when you already get that out, you get that out, you choose a new way. And then Lord, what do you have for me in return? And it might just be hope, peace, trust. You just, Lord, what do you have for me in return? I hope this has been helpful. Um, I am going to add an activation um, if you choose to do it and you don't have to. I, a few, within a couple days, I think, and this has been a blur because it's been such a season, I really felt like as I was working with a coach to help like, you know, my spirit's limitless. And I, that podcast already aired of a five minute, only five minute inner healing a window of an, in a peek into my inner healing journey. Cause I'm a coach, but I get coached and it's real. And this journey is real and some people need it. Okay. And so I'm here to be like, Lord, use me. But I was working through limitlessness. Like, um, my soul was like, dude, you ain't limitless. Like you're not even okay. And I, my spirit's like, God, is for you and you are limitless. So as I was working through that, I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Here's your activation. I choose to step into by faith, say it however you want, the limitless supply of heaven. Now, heaven's right there. We're in realms, dimensions all around us. So I stepped in. I did, dude, I stood up. I don't care how tired I was. I was just soaking and reading and listening one morning. And I'm like, I choose to step into the limitless supply of heaven. Now, someone, your life is a change forever after this. I am just confident. Um, the doors that have opened. So 
testimony, which I'll give in a different podcast episode too, because God will get glory for what he's doing in my life. Even the rocks will cry out, right? He will get the glory. (laughs) He will get the glory. So you step into the limitless supply of heaven. Um, Within maybe a month and a half, yeah, I don't know, last week, and this is June of 2022, um, he was, took a, for a week, he took a job and now my husband's a business professional and worked for Kohler Company, bless him, and he resigned and that's great. It was a traveling job and things changed and stuff so he had to make, we had to make a decision and we did and he, I know his dream in his heart was to work for himself but we're like, how is this going to happen, man? And we just were like, fine, we'll do a different business. And we were going to go into a different business and the doors didn't open. And you know when the doors open and when there's life on something and when there's not, you just know, man. And I was like, honey, we need to shelf this other business and service business. And he's like, dude, I don't want to. I'm like, I know, but we need to shelf it. I know. I hear from the Lord. I know the times and seasons. Okay. I don't always feel confident, but this is what I declare over myself. I know the times and seasons. I'm like the sons of Issachar. I know the times and seasons. So he was like, fine. And then all of a sudden the one week at the job where he was getting underpaid, which is fine, whatever. And he was just, his spirit was being deflated. And I was like, okay, it's time to step into your role. Like you're going to do your own business. And he's like, okay. And with, so within weeks of releasing that hopelessness and, uh, are we pain, um, in me going, yep, we step into the limitless supply of heaven. Doors are opening, um, at an unfathomable rate. And not to mention he will withhold no good thing from me. And I released the testimony of what he's doing in Fred and I's life and our family of being entrepreneurs, solo entrepreneurs, working for ourselves, having the flows and streams of income coming in, many streams of income, which I declare are coming into my life and your life in Jesus' name. I release the testimony of God. He did it for us. He'll do it for you. If you have a desire to start a business, if you have a desire to work for yourself, listen, it's possible. The time is now. But I also work according to God's timeline. So I wanted this years ago, us to be in our business, whatever. And God's like, wait on my timeline, timing, trust my timing, keep moving forward. Um, I think that this, what to do when you're hopeless turned into many things, but this is the way I felt led. And when I'm driving, I tend to just be able to be free to speak. Um, so I pray this made sense. I pray this is recalibrating things for you. I pray this blesses you. I release the testimony of God's faithfulness over you and I want to add, just in case religion wants to start talking in these religious spirits that aren't allowed anyway right now in my realms, is I don't say I step into a little supply of heaven to get something. I'm already there. I personally need to, I need to anchor my spirit, my soul, my body. I need to anchor it into the earthly realm. And so I clap or I snap or I turn or I dance, praise, worship, but I stepped into it as a prophetic step. I step into the limitless supply of heaven. I'm kind of telling my brain, like in my mind, like you're not in charge, like the spirit is in charge of us. Okay. So you're, we're going to do this instead of just, I step into the limitless supply and I journal and I think of it. I needed an activation. I needed to, and prophetic acts are powerful. So don't think, oh, I now I'm getting something and I'm say, trying to say this with all freedom. That was an activation that I'm like, if it's getting fruit in my life, I'm sharing it you go get your fruit. You get it, girl. You get it, boy. Come on. Children of God, we are at rest. So from a place of rest and peace, right, we receive from the Lord. Um, So I'm going to trust Holy Spirit to sort all that out. And I'm just going to close now before I keep going. Bless you guys.